Hey there! Hey there! Welcome to our fourth episode of The Editing Room. Today we're going to be talking about Season 1, Episode 4, Preggers. We're so excited that you're listening to this, and yeah. um, this is a pretty dramatic episode. There's not a lot of musical numbers, but a lot of content happens. Yeah, there's lots of, there's lots of stuff. Lots of drama. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, do you want to read us the description from Netflix? Sure. So it says... Kurt tries out for the football team in order to impress his dad. Sandy and Sue join forces to carry out their plans for destroying Glee Club. And it doesn't say this, but I'm just going to add something that's, like, very important. Um, Quinn finds out that she's pregnant. So. Yeah, so, as you can hear already from the description, a lot of things are going on here. Yeah. And, um, as I mentioned before, make sure that you have watched the episode sometime before you're listening to this. Otherwise, you'll probably be like... What? Yeah. So, it's an important thing. Um, why don't we first discuss, like, some major events? What are some major events in this episode? Well, Quinn finds out that she's pregnant. <laughs> that's definitely a big one. Yeah, that's like, wow. Um, um, Kurt comes out to his dad. Yeah, so, that's that's a big, 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 big one, too. Mm-hmm. I think maybe... Hmm. Sandy and Sue, like, try to sabotage Glee Club and try to steal Rachel by, like, holding a Celine Dion competition or something. Yeah. And she just can't resist. Yeah. And I think that's another big thing. So, like, as you can already tell, as I mentioned before, too, this is a, like, a lot of things happen. And I think there's some episodes, you know, if you skip them, then it's, like, all right. But this is one of those episodes where there's, like, a lot going on. Yeah, you can't really skip this one. Yeah. Lots of things happen. Um, shall we get right into the questions? We got some discussion questions, because as we mentioned last episode, we restructured, so it was a bit less of a play-by-play and a bit more of a discussion around subjects and things that happen. Yeah, like d- major things. I just want to add, um, our Instagram page may not be up as soon as we th- said it would, so it might be a bit longer. Yeah. But we'll try to get that going. Yeah. Um, and when it does come up, it will be the editing room, no capitals, no periods, underscore glee. Yes. Because we're full of glee and we review glee. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Discussion questions. So our first discussion first discussion question is Is it a like good cause in the first scene, Kurt and Tina and Brittany are d- doing, like, a dance. They're filming a dance of themselves singing Single Ladies, which is, it was, like, really good. And then, um, Kurt's dad comes in, and he's, like, he kind of, he's, like, what are you doing? And they're, like, Kurt says, it's a football workout or something like that. And then his dad's, like, what are you wearing? And he's wearing this, like, sequin leotard. Yeah. hmm So we were, like, that's kind of, like... Yeah, so our initial question is, is it a good atmosphere when Kurt's, or is it just good? Is it, like, what is the controversy around Kurt's dad shaming his sequin leotard? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what's your, what's your answer to that? Um, well, I think his dad's just a bit, like, confused <laughs> as to why he's doing that. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think Kurt says, it's jock chick. <laughs> jock chic. Jock chic, yeah. That's a funny one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think his dad is, uh, like, I think his dad is a little bit, 
confused, but I think he's also like almost like kind of questioning, like, am I doing is like, I wonder if his dad actually believes him when he says it's a football workout. Well, when Kurt comes out to his dad, his dad just says like he's he's like I'm gay, and his dad's like I know. <laughs> yeah, but so, yeah. I wonder like in that scene, does he know when he's like I'm doing a football workout? Does he like know? Because he would have to be really dumb. To believe that. To believe that <laughs> football player. I don't know. We'll never know. We'll never know, I guess. Um, yeah, I also want to point out that Kurt and his dad's name are Kurt and Bert. Just cute. And Finn and Quinn. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> um, what is our next question? Is Kendra the one that forces Terry not to tell Will that she's actually not pregnant? Yeah, so around this subject, I saw a lot of stuff around this on um, social media about, like, it's Kendra's fault that Terry didn't tell Will. It's Kendra's fault that Terry and Will broke up. And I just want to, like, tap into that a bit. Is that Kendra's fault? I think Kendra, like, encourages it. But Terry, it's not like she, at least from what we see, she's not, like, forcing her. She's not like, you have to not tell him. Because... Terry's the one in the beginning who was doing it, and then she tells Kendra, and then Kendra kind of, like, encourages it, and is like, we'll figure it out, like, don't tell him. Mm-hmm. So she's not discouraging it, but, like, she's, I don't know, yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. Um, I think, you know, they're, well, in this scene, um, Terry and Will are, like, doing, like, a fake labor, right? Yeah, they're doing, like, practicing, like, when Terry, hypothetically, goes into labor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, no spoilers there. (laughs) Um, so then, so then then Terry tells Kendra she's not pregnant, and I believe Kendra says something like, this will feed the marriage. I think she says, like, lies are food to a marriage, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Is it Kendra's fault? Is it Terry's fault? What I think it's both of them. It? Yeah. Um, let us... Let me... Th- our next question is, what do you think of Sandy's outfit? <laughs> yeah, in the next scene, like, Sandy... Sue comes to visit Sandy, and he's wearing this, like, really short kimono thing. It's, like... I like the fabric. I like the design. I just, yeah. like... It's really short. And, like, <laughs> it's Sandy, the guy who got kicked out for touching Hank. Like... Yeah. This is kind of... <laughs> yeah, um, I think, what do you think about that? It's just funny. I think that's, like, just a funny mm-hmm. part of the show. I think so, too. I also think he's showing Sue his, like, doll collection, and he's like, I've been collecting since 1961. I just find that funny that he's, like... And also really creepy. <laughs> yeah. Sandy is extremely creepy, like... First of all, there's the Josh Groban sending him inappropriate pictures. Then there's, like, getting kicked out of school for the whole Hank thing. Yeah. Like, he's done some nasty stuff. He's not a kind of person that you want to hang out with, I don't think. Like. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Sue is either. So, you know, yeah. being, um, I guess, being around each other. Sue is, I guess, the kind of person if you, you know, did anything to her, she would, like, she would get really mad. Yeah, there will be revenge involved, as we see with Sue and Will. Yeah, the constant sort of nagging back and forth. And um, just a general thing is, 
I've noticed that Sue and Will... Will isn't all that innocent. No. Like, he claims to be, you know, innocent. About... Yeah, they kind of try to portray him as, like, this innocent person who's, like, big. So Sue is the one who's doing all the stuff, but he's also doing some revenge there. Yeah. So, I think um, it, it dives deeper into Sue's childhood as this thing goes on, but I think part of that is her sort of constant... When she was younger, she had sort of a constant thing of, what's it called? Abandonment. A story of abandonment when she was younger. And I think she kind of carries out some of her anger around that onto, onto Will. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't even, I couldn't remember the word. (laughs) All right. So Sandy's outfit, creepy, but nice pattern. Is that what we're? I think that's what we're settling on. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Next question. Um, so, was Puck's initial aggression to Quinn okay? Like, was it a normal reaction? Because when, because he finds out from Finn that Quinn's pregnant, and they, Quinn cheated on Finn with Puck, and he's, like, kind of saying, it's my baby, like, why didn't you? Yeah. He's a bit angry about that. I think, and he also yells a lot of it into the halls, and I don't think Quinn, at this point, doesn't really want anyone knowing about her pregnancy. Yeah. Um. So that, we're like. Yeah, we're a bit stumped. I think Puck also has a very quick temper. Yeah, so that, he's kind of known for that. That could be part of the reason that he was so, sort of abruptly rude to Quinn. I mean, I understand his motives, but I also think, you know, Quinn's going through a lot, and he shouldn't just be, like, at her right away. Uh-huh, because after that, like, we see she goes into her car and just starts crying, and then, um, Terry's in her car. Yeah, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, so, I believe our next question is oh yeah our next question is why on earth does quinn trust terry i mean does she know that that's mr shoe's wife or i think so i think yeah at that point she but does like know. she was just in quinn's car like that's kind of weird <laughs> yeah like if i went into my car and there was a random well someone i might know a little bit in there i'd be like what and then terry also asked quinn for her baby and quinn's like yeah Sure. You can have my baby. Yeah. And then she's like, here are your prenatal vitamins and, like, stuff like that. She kind of shames her a bit, if I remember correctly. Like, she's like, do you know what you're doing? Like, you, how are you going to take a ba- care of a baby if you don't even know what prenatal vitamins are and stuff like that? Yeah. And Quinn just, she kind of, like, shames Quinn. And she's Quinn almost a bit passive-aggressive. Yeah. And then she's, like, all nice all of a sudden. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Terry is quite the person very complex character yes so i don't know why quinn trusts terry but i think you know if she you're having a child at that young you it's a bit hard to decide yeah you keep it. and you she like... can't have an abortion because she's religious mm-hmm. she's christian or maybe that's just a choice she decided on yeah so i guess i understand why Quinn doesn't want a child with her whole life ahead of her, but I don't understand why she would trust Terry so quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, she should go to an, an adoption agency or something, like, professional. 
Yeah. Instead of just saying, you can have my baby, like, just handing it over to some. Yeah. Her teacher's wife. And even, I think she probably, she, I don't know if she knows that, um, Mr. Schuster doesn't know that Terry's not pregnant. Yeah, Mr. Schuster has no idea Terry isn't pregnant at this point. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he figures that out for a while. No. Like, it's kind of unrealistic, to be honest. It's yeah. like, even, see, say Terry and him are, like, going swimming or whatever. Like, he would, she would have to, it's kind, you can't really wear a pregnancy bump in the water. Yeah, no. I think it would be really weird. Um, shall we move on to our next question? We shall. Um, our next question is, did Kurt's dad well support him on his coming out? I think he did. He was, like, he did say, I guess it's not my, like, I'm not. I'm not in love with the idea. Yeah, I'm not in love with the idea, but then he, like, says, I will love you no matter what, and, like, he's really supportive of him. Yeah. I think he's not initially supportive, but he but he knows that he's, he's not. He's doing gonna, the best he can. Yeah, he's doing the best he can. So I think so, and I think, I don't know, like, what reaction Kurt would have expected from him. I think it was much better than he expected. Yeah, especially judging on the whole put a ring on it scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Anything else around that we need to want to talk about? Um, I think that's all I wanted to say. Yeah. I think Kurt's dad is pretty... He's also quite a complex character, but I think he just... He tries so hard to be a good parent. And I appreciate that. Okay, our second last question is... Why are there not many musical numbers in this episode? In fact, there are only three musical numbers in this episode, which is... And I think only... Sorry. Only two of them are... Only two of them are, like, or one of them is actually them singing themselves, like, not background music. Yeah, so, one of them is just Beyonce. Yeah. Um, singing Single Ladies, put a ring on it, so. Oh, and then they do do the thing at the football game. Yeah, so that is, there is a reprise Three. of that. Okay, there's actually not... Four songs, technically, but one of them is a reprise. Oh, yeah. So... And one of the muscle isn't... Were they, are they singing it at the football game or are they just dancing? They're singing it as well, I think. Okay. Yeah. So that's interesting because I think that's one of the episodes with at least musical numbers. Another thing is, as you go on, you notice that um, there's less musical numbers in the episode. Yeah. I mean, there's more musical numbers. Sorry. And... Uh, <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> A little bit tired today. So basically... In season one, they're smaller musical numbers, and they don't sometimes have all the entire, um... Cat? They don't have all the entire song in it. It's just, oh. like, sit down, you're rocking the boat, sit down, sit down, and then it's, like, ended, right? Well, as you go on, it's the whole song. It's more complex scene. There's two different people singing at once. It's the whole song. There's more numbers, more dancing, more kind of... I think also, separate. like, the actors have to kind of learn yeah. how to do that all, all that stuff so that's probably mm-hmm. part of the reason as well mm-hmm. for sure they get better as they go okay our last question um what is is sue and sandy's approach smart their approach to steal rachel i mean i think it is smart but like is it right it's very ruthless it's kind of 
And, like, the fact that Rachel just fell for it immediately. She was like, I'm done with Glee Club. I'm going to go do this thing. I think she was mad because she didn't get a solo. Mm-hmm. I mean, when is she not mad because she didn't get a solo? But, like... <sighs> Cabaret. I think it was Cabaret. Celine Dion edition song for Cabaret. Yeah. Yeah. Rachel is gullible, though. Very gullible, indeed. Well, yeah. I think that's part of also her being a bit selfish. <laughs> yeah. Um... Do we want to tell them about Leah Michelle, who plays Rachel's audition? Oh yeah, we saw this video, and in the when she's auditioning for the role of Rachel, she sings on my own. She also auditions on Glee. Yeah, and um, she like storms out or something. Like she says something, and then the people, the judges the or whatever, producers. the producers start laughing. They start laughing at her, and, and then she's like, "It's not funny." <laughs> It's serious. And then she storms out and she's like, oh my god, the audition went horribly. And then they call her back because she, I think basically what they embodied was the actor is a bit, actress is a bit like Rachel. Yeah, I think like Rachel is kind of based off of Leah Michelle. Herself. Which is interesting. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, so that is all our discussion questions. Um, I think we can now move on to our favorite quotes from this episode. Oh, yes. Um, do you want to say the first one? Sure. Bert, who's Bert? Bert Hummel, Kurt's dad. You're sh- so when um, Kurt comes out to his dad, his dad is like, "You're sure, right?" Yeah, he begins walking up the stairs. And he's like, "You're sure, right?" And Kurt's like, "Yes, dad, I'm sure." <laughs> Which is just really funny. <laughs> um, another favorite quote is, "It's a jock chic." Which is what Kurt says when his dad asks him why he's wearing, like, a sequin unitard. <laughs> he's like, it's jock chic. <laughs> it's funny. That's another funny one. Um, do you want to see the next one? Sure. When Sue comes over to Sandy's house, and Sandy's wearing, like, that kimono thing, <laughs> Sandy says he has the kettle on, and it starts, like, ringing or whatever, and he says, tea time! And then he, like, makes these, like, noises, he's like, like, does these weird hand motions. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then later on, while they're sitting down, Sue's like, let's cut the crap. And then Sandy just breaks down. <laughs> and starts just, like, bawling. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. And our last quote is... I'm pregnant when Quinn says she's pregnant. Which is just a big bomb. Yeah, that's, like, a Mic big part. drop. <laughs> Um, so those are our favorite quotes. Before we lead you into the songs, if you have any questions, please, um, contact us on Anchor, um, listen to us on Spotify, and ask us your, your questions, um, and we will answer them for you. Yeah. Yeah. Major gleeks, so we will probably let you know anything. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. I don't think I know everything. I I think think you know everything. (laughs) Maybe. Um, and so let's listen to these songs. So the first one is Single Ladies, and that comes twice, when Kurt and Tina and Brittany are doing the performance, and then when the football team sings it. So, but we're just going to play it Wait, once. it actually comes three times. So Kurt and his friends in the basement, when Kurt's, um, trying for, um, oh, yeah, oh when for Kurt... football, he plays it. Yeah, so it comes three times. And then when once. they're doing the game. Yeah. Perfect. Wow, so three times. Okay. Oh, 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 oh,
there's a little taste. But of... that was Beyonce singing it. That wasn't Kurt and them. Yeah. But that's okay. Uh, yeah. It's the same it. song. Um, no, but Kurt doesn't sing it, does he? They just dance to it, right? Here, I'm gonna just quickly go to Netflix and see, do they sing it? No, Kurt sings it. It sounds the same. <laughs> yeah, it does. And then here's Taking Chances, which Rachel auditions for Sue and Sandy's fake cabaret. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's um, Rachel doing her audition with taking chances for their fake um, for their fake musical number of cabaret, right? Yes, yeah. And then our last song is Tonight, which sung by Tina Cohen Chang, which is her practicing for something. And we'll take let that take us out today. So yeah, so thank you so much for watching our episode it means a lot to us we hope and you subscribe and continue yeah. listening subscribe and continue listening on spotify anchor and also i believe we're on radio app what is it called radio something um um, um i don't know what it's called yeah anyways and so to take us out today we have taking chances sung by tina Kwan chang thanks for listening thank you Wait, I sorry, I said taking chances. It's tonight by Tina Cohen Chang. Um, tonight, uh, taking chances, sorry, was the sung, song that Rachel sung. So, taking chances sung by Rachel, and then this is tonight sung by Tina Cohen Chang. Yes. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. And the world went away. Tonight, tonight, there's only you. Just a